TNA Hard to Kill is in the books. TNA is back officially. We don't have to worry about, is it Impact? Is it... Yeah. What do you think the next step is for TNA now that it's like officially here, Orlando's coming up? What is sort of the next step in, you know, the new era? I think a lot of people are asking that question. And for us, you know, we've always just been on this for at the way I look at it, this consistently um, slow climb, I guess, of progress, uh, uh, meeting our goals of just having people tune back in, you know, because we kind of lost a lot of people throughout the years. And I think um, just a little bit of, you know, negativity because we've had so many different regimes go through. And I think the last couple of years have been just these slow, steady steps of improvement where people see that our product is a great wrestling product. Um, I think we have a great team now. You know, I've been with the company for a very long time. I've seen a lot of the roller coasters throughout the years. And this, I just finished saying to someone last night, you know, between the um, office production crew and the talent roster, I've never experienced such a gel of all this team where we're all just the morale is just so high right now of the excitement of working together so that people can see that we're just a great wrestling product. I think a lot of people are seeing that the last couple of years, people have been just so positive leading going into hard to kill the rumble. The buzz was just all positive. I didn't see any negativity. People were flying into Vegas to see this event and it was everything we imagined it to be. Um, I was, I was like my husband the next day. I started getting emotional about it. I was like, because he he always makes fun of me because I never uh, I never cried at our wedding. He goes, "You cry for wrestling, and you didn't even cry at our own wedding, <laughs> you know." And so the next day, I talked to him, and he goes, "So it went well." And I said, "Yeah." And I just started almost like getting emotional, and I, I said, I "Why am I feeling like this?" At the next morning in the gym working out. And I'm just so excited for the future and what's to come. The, the momentum has been great. You know, we've injected new fresh talent into our company that I think everyone is excited for from fans to our own roster, our company. I think they're going to have a magical ride. Gail Kim didn't cry at her wedding cries for wrestling. <laughs> There's my headline. That's the clickbait right there. Hey, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Clickbait with good intentions. Yes, yes. No malicious stuff. <laughs> so you mentioned kind of attracting the audience, bringing some of the people back that left. How do you sort of reward the people that did stay? Like the diehards, the weekly fans. How do you, because they're, they're there, but like, how do you sort of make it more fun, more rewarding for them? Not only just for staying there the whole time, but just to give them like sort of a fresh spin on everything. Um, I think, you know, we are always support. We know who those people are because you can see them, especially on social media, the, you know, the presence of them and because they're always tweeting for us and staying positive. And we know, I mean, I know who they are. And um, I think just the recognition in itself, we interact with them a lot. And if we saw them in person, for sure, you know, we would go out of our way to, thank them and the fact that they're along with this ride and defending us along the way um 
it means the world to us. So if they're listening out there, I hope they know that we do notice, um, we do appreciate it. And we just hope that the fan base can grow from here. I mean, the product itself, I feel like since Scott has taken over has just been this consistent, um, great product of storytelling, um, story angles, character development, and just great wrestling. First chance to kind of see what's going on is Thursday. But one thing that I already saw that I really love is the match graphics, like red, yellow, and black. It has a sort of retro feel to it, but it also is like brand new TNA stuff. So it it visually looks more inviting, but uh, is there, I'm going to call it a TNA staple that maybe you're pushing for. And I, I preface that with, we've already seen like, knockouts ultimate x you saw that this weekend queen of the mountain sort of those matches that defined tna in the early days is there still maybe whether it's a match or just something from the original tna that you're you're maybe hoping makes its way back i think i will see fans saying sometimes once in a while which i'm not opposed to i know as a talent after a couple years i did not like lockdown because <laughs> it was very limiting year after year for all the matches to be in a cage and to be different, but I wouldn't mind seeing it come back. Maybe not annually, but maybe, maybe once every five years or something, something really truly special. Cause I think there is a group of fans that really loved it. And I know that the girls have, I never got to experience ultimate X, you know, queen of the mountain, but I think a lot of them have not experienced a steel cage match. So, which is kind of almost the basics of a gimmick match as we call it. Right. Um, but it's something a little bit rare. I feel like I haven't seen one in a little while. You didn't climb the ropes on the Saturday on the ultimate. You didn't try to go across the cables. Did not. <laughs> uh, I, I do feel like lockdown maybe comes up even more than the six sides. Uh, yeah, that definitely that is that has been uh, a topic. Uh, you never know. Uh, mm -hmm. I will say just generally, though, I think they were thinking about since TNA came back to have that as a regular ring. And, mm -hmm. you know, for me, I know I've experienced both rings and I, I do prefer the four sided ring because just for body purposes, the ease of pain and longevity and so i'm looking out for the talent in that regard so maybe a special with the six-sided ring that would be great too yeah i uh, one night only like the literally the name of the event could come yeah. back it could yeah. work there maybe some other use i wouldn't be opposed to seeing it maybe once a year maybe it maybe that's the way it works i love hearing what fans want what people want and so you know can always take that back and you never know <laughs> part of the charm about tna was that i'm gonna call them dumb ideas some of them were dumb some of them worked you either you fly or fall but i think part of the charm was that the company wasn't afraid to fail and i i want to see more of that in addition to like all the awesome wrestling so maybe not do like a steel asylum match but i i think at least trying stuff and i think in a more broad sense you've seen talent say they get more room as far as creative choices. I think just that general idea of 
putting stuff out there, being not afraid to fail. I, I think that everybody sort of gets that once they once they work in TNA. Definitely. I mean, listen, taking risks is always scary and all those things. But once in a while, yeah, you got to throw something. And if people have a great idea, you only learn from your mistakes, really. And maybe you only have so many mistakes to make. But like this pay-per-view, it just calls hard to kill. You know, we are hard to kill and we've taken many chances. And yes, we've um, some of them may have been with past regimes and all that. But I think with even the talent, like you said, we take chances with the talent and we do interact with them a lot in terms of their character and what they want to do. And we're willing to take those chances, especially with the talent. If that's what they're feeling like they want to be, that's what I feel like they're going to be the most connected to in terms of connecting with the fans. Hey, let's go for it. How is your job going to change if at all, like, or how maybe, how do you want your job to change in this new era? I think I'm always looking for new goals within myself in this business. Um, part of my decision to retire when I was a talent was that part of that process even though we never want to retire and my my back was giving out on me. But one of the things was I asked myself, what's my next goal? And I really couldn't answer that question. Um, so I was like, I've pretty much ticked off all my boxes in the ring. So I did go to Jeff Jarrett at the time and I said, I would love to produce. And I know I'm not a spring chicken and would love to start that process. And now I'm at that point where I'm like, I would love to be an, a greater producer and um, of course, there's always new responsibilities coming my way in terms of growth and within the company and learning new things behind the scenes. But producing was, I did say to myself in January, I'm like, because we have Lance um, Storm back there and he is like, I don't know, I don't, wow. I put him on a higher pedestal. This guy is like, every talent wants him as a producer because he's just like this robot robot of a genius and i'm like that's what i would like to be you know you look to what your next goal is to excel overall in every facet of this business the one of the few canadians that stayed in canada yeah he did he did i used, I used to read his website and i i became a bigger fan of him just because of he had like the q a and the commentary stuff and just his attention to detail and like how he explains stuff he's very unappreciated especially like when you hear conversations about oh this guy's a producer or oh this guy is like you know a student of the game or stuff like that like he, i don't think he gets enough credit for like his knowledge of wrestling i'll say though he does get enough credit from the people that work with him we do put him on that pedestal and we appreciate everything about him good to hear uh I wanted to ask on a more serious note, you mentioned your back. How's your, like, how is that now that you're not wrestling? And I know, you know, you had a concussion at TNA 1000, but how is your back and long-term health after, you know, being retired and then coming back for that one match? How are you feeling like months later? I was shocked at how pumped I was that day because uh, I hadn't wrestled for five years. And of course, knowing go going into this match, I I am always going to have the same mentality of I don't want the fans to see me at anything but my best. And I trained 
pretty hard and but I knew it was going to be a 10 girl tag so obviously it's not the same as a singles match uh that pressure and so I had more fun with it I guess and so when I went out there I just remember the adrenaline being through the roof and it wasn't more nerves as more excitement mm -hmm. and felt really good and of course yes the concussion happened and going autopilot and I recovered pretty quickly from that because I took attention to that right away as soon as I got home so my body if people see me from day to day they would never guess that anything is good because I work really hard at keeping healthy and um yeah I, I felt good in the case that if they ever needed me for a special occasion like that I wouldn't be opposed right you're probably going to get a bunch of questions now like oh you're, you're feeling good for special occasions like what's the next special occasion oh yeah you never know what that is right um you know even in 2019 when I came out of retirement to face Tessa Blanchard mm -hmm. um at that time I didn't know what the special occasion was until I saw her in the ring and I was like okay yeah mm -hmm. I gotta do this I didn't really close my career the way that I wanted to this is the right occasion. You never know what that is until it comes along, right? And it's presented to you. Are you, the, the way that you said that, are you leaving it open for that neck? Like, I'm not trying to, you know, <laughs> uh, walk you thing, but like, are you more open to waiting for the next moment as opposed to I'm done, I'll, I'll see how I feel when something comes up. Like, are you, are you more? I'm always in this mode of, I think everyone that knows me to this day, even the wrestlers, when we're at a TV taping, all the rest, you know, a certain amount of wrestlers work out in the morning and say at the hotel and the guys always say, Oh, Gail's the only one we see in there. So I'm still to this day staying dedicated and staying in shape. And that's just for my back health. For myself, that's just the type of human I am. I'm always physically going to stay kind of ready. And I'm always around the environment, of course, producing. And of course, I love wrestling. Of course, I'm going to get that itch from time to time when you see that exciting crowd and, you know, you miss it. Um, I'm still fulfilled producing and being there for the girls because I never knew when I retired that producing the girls would give me the same fulfillment as I did as wrestling myself in the ring, but they truly do give me that fulfillment. So I'd be happy either way. Like I said, wrestling is for the fans. I want them to be happy. I want them to be excited. So if they, if they didn't want to see me back in the ring, then I would be like, okay, you know what? They don't want to see me back in the ring. Then I'd be happy to just step back and produce. Um, like I said, it's case by case basis. Yeah. And maybe that moment, or if you want to, put it in terms of like a person they might not even be in the company yet so you might not have that spark but I guess it's better to leave them wanting more right yeah exactly um yeah I just I never want to be like oh Gail Kim's back again <laughs> so I want to just give the fans what they want all right last question I do a watch list feature is there a match with people on the roster right now that represents what you think TNA means? Like the spirit of TNA? 
I mean, if we're going to just go stay with the girls, because um, of course that's kind of what I'm known to be associated with is the knockout division. I think Trinity and Jordan this past weekend at Hard to Kill was a perfect example of what that bar is set at. It was an excellent match. Trinity's already a star and everyone knows that, but I think she kind of surprised a bunch of people. She leveled up on another level. We already knew she had that star quality, but the quality of wrestling in that match, and of course we know Jordan um, is always that girl that's going to bring that physicality and TNA style and today's wrestling to uh, the ring. But I just, I was a little blown away too. And I just loved it. Just loved it. Great representation. Yeah. Trinity, I think her whole entire run in Impact and TNA so far has been really impressive because you you know she's a star in a certain manner, like Total Divas and WWE. Like there's that part of her career, but she got a lot more opportunities to show that she can go in the ring. And I think Saturday kind of capped that off. Like even though she's not, champion anymore like she showed why she's champion she showed why fans were so excited to see her in tna 100 and she deserves it so much um not only is she a pro like in that ring she's a pro outside of the ring um just has been such a champion of tna from the beginning when she stepped into this company and she's so great to her fans just to see the love too the fans have for her, it just it just shows what kind of person she is. All right. January 19th and 20th, TNA is in Orlando. Anything else you want to plug or promote before I wrap? I mean, I would just say everyone tune in to TNA when the momentum has been going for 2024. Great start and there's more to come.